0: Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. What's going on, Opinions on Pickens fam? This is your host, Alyssa Butterson, back with another exciting episode, episode 16. Wow. Crazy to think, guys. I brought along a pretty special guest with me today, Zachary Messina. Zach, thanks for being here. We're so happy to have you on the show today.
1: Alyssa, thank you for having me. Uh, It's going to be a wonderful show. We had some great games this weekend. We had a wonderful national championship, if you're an Alabama fan, but we're going to have a great show. We're going to talk about football. We're going to make our picks, and uh, I'm very happy to be here.
0: We're happy to have you. Speaking of some Super intense football. Super wild card weekend started on Saturday, guys, and the Bills took the win. Do you believe now, Zach?
1: Do I believe in the Bills? I absolutely do. You know, there's a lot of Josh Allen apologists that need to come forward right now. But more so, what a weekend in football. We'll, we'll get back to the Bills in just a second. But the fact of the matter is, is I think that the Bills were favored, but the Seahawks were also favored. The Buccaneers got a great win. when the Titans and the Ravens had a wonderful game, a physical game. But I think the story of the weekend and of the wildcard weekend is probably the Cleveland Browns and simultaneously the Buffalo Bills both getting their first playoff win in 15 years.
0: Since 1995?
1: That's exactly right.
0: <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, you are right here, Zach. The Buffalo Bills, AFC East champions for the first time since 1995 and hosted their first playoff game since 96. Josh Allen came through with an amazing game, 26 of 35, 324 yards, two touchdowns. But of course, that man, Stefan Diggs, six receptions, 128 yards and a touchdown. What do you think about this Bills team moving forward, taking on potential teams to make it to the super bowl are they contenders
1: well the first thing i would like to do is thank stefan diggs for winning me my fantasy league and more importantly defeating you in our fantasy league. i knew this
0: was gonna come up i knew he was gonna rub this in my face you know what i'm gonna let you have this zach he beat me in fantasy guys i know you've been hearing me talk about it all since episode one actually since the beginning of the season and this man sitting next to me right now in the studio, Zach, beat my butt. I will put it out plain.
1: And he I would simply, just like to he, clarif- did, he dominated. And I would just like to clarify to the audience that I started off zero and four, and from that point, <laughs> he I was went on. relentless on the waiver wire, <laughs> and I made. Stephon Diggs and was a big part of
0: that. Stephon Diggs was a huge part of that.
1: Well, okay, so moving to that point. Where do the Vikings sit right now moving you know, Stefan Diggs having the best receiving season in Bill's history? Do you think the Vikings regret that? Now, it's one of those trades, a rare trade, where it's a win-win because the Vikings also through that trade received Justin Jefferson, who has been arguably the rookie of the year. Justin Herbert is probably going to win the award because of his immense and impeccable work with the San Diego Chargers. But at the end of the day, Justin Jefferson has been an incredible weapon for the Minnesota Vikings. And and yes, if you're asking the question right now, did I pick him up on the waiver wire? Of course I did. Of course I did. I think OOP he just fam. came
0: on this show to brag, guys. I really am. Am I wrong? <laughs> can we can we talk football or are we just going to brag about our fantasy the whole time you know they they don't know you like that yet zach they don't know you like that yet
1: well OOP fam if you don't <laughs> know me like that you will get to know me and trust me any fantasy league i'm in i will always win so please chime in to us if you need fantasy advice come to me because i do not lose and uh and that's
0: that hold on pause do we need to bring in bets to this i don't know if we need to bring this in you do not lose sir We actually made a little wager tonight, I believe, on the Alabama-Ohio State game. Did we not? But you know what? Let's let's not jump around. We're jumping around too much. Let's let's get back to the Bills Colts. The game really wasn't decided until the final play when Rivers basically was fourth and 11 on Buffalo's 47. He went for a deep pass to Hilton, who was surrounded by a ton of defenders, basically Philip Rivers... Was shattered by this game. They couldn't pull it out of the end. You saw him smoking his fake cigarette on the field the whole last two minutes, like he does in all of his little snippets all over the NFL. But ultimately, also, like I said, Josh Allen is that guy. And moving forward, he's MVP material in the next years coming up. Of course, Aaron Rodgers deserves it all this season, but Josh Allen really is a staple for this team. And moving forward, this Bills team can really go far and can't potentially can right now.
1: Well, you know, going into the fourth quarter, the Bills were up 17 to 10 on the Colts. And it was one of those games where you certainly felt like the lead was larger than it was on the scoreboard. Josh Allen was running around the field making some crazy throws. For all the people that, you know, his first year in Buffalo... When he had a 52.8 completion percentage, disagreed with him and said that he would be a bust, we move on to the next year. 58, only a six-point uptick in completion percentage. It's absolutely insane what Josh Allen has done, completing 69.2% of his throws this year, his mobility, his physicality. Do I believe the Bills are for real? Absolutely, I do, because they have Josh Allen at quarterback. They have a legitimate defense. They have a great coach in Sean McDermott. And uh, I think the ceiling for Josh Allen, and and there's going to be a lot of people that don't agree with this when I say this. In two or three years, I believe that Josh Allen will be a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. I believe the ceiling for Josh Allen is higher I think we've seen the best of Patrick Mahomes, and you're going to think I'm crazy for saying that. But Josh Allen's arm talent, his mobility, his physicality, his improvement. I've never seen a quarterback go from not being able to complete most of his passes to having pinpoint accuracy. And that's what Josh Allen has shown us in his third year, and I think the ceiling is only up from here.
0: We also have to give credit to the Bills defense who really closed out the game by wearing out Phillip Rivers at the end. He really thought he was going to have something there and didn't allow him to convert on anything. This team really is well-rounded. I do give Josh Allen a ton of credit, but they really do have a lot of other weapons that make this team a Super Bowl contender.
1: Well, yes, that and the fact that Phillip Rivers has 10 children at home and Josh Allen has none.
0: Everybody brings it back to the children. Someone else was saying, <laughs> I think it might have been Coach Gant. He needs to go home and be with his kids', kids. He's got so much. Josh many kids Allen's at home.
1: going home to a quiet room. I'm telling you, Philip Rivers is going home to a house with ten children. So obviously he's more tired. And honestly, it's it's very impressive what the Colts have done being a playoff team and and even as an organization, bouncing back from the retirement of Andrew Luck and even their, their, their past previous seasons with having Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, it's been an incredibly well-rounded testament to what their organization means. But at the end of the day, the Bills are going to be a contender for the next couple years. And I would be surprised if they don't win a championship. And if they meet the Chiefs in the AFC championship, mark it down right now, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills.
0: A lot of people are on this Bills train right now. They really are, and you know what? They took the win over the Colts, twenty-seven to twenty-four, on Saturday, and take their first playoff victory in a quarter century. That's crazy. Okay. Speaking of a great team, the Rams took a win over the Seahawks on Saturday, thirty to twenty. Russell Wilson went eleven for twenty-seven, had hundred and seventy-four yards and two touchdowns. Golf had. Went 9 for 19, 155 yards and had a touchdown. But some interesting news for the Rams. Donald has been injured, but he is cleared. He was suspected to have a few broken ribs, but apparently is going to be A-OK to move forward. This Rams team, I have to say this was an impressive win, and I did not see Russ going down at home in the wild card weekend
1: reggie white michael strahan lawrence taylor aaron donald is in the same breath as all of those defenders he is someone that offensive tackles when they go to bed on saturday night or whatever night it is before they play the rams when they think about blocking him they have nightmares and that's what a defender should do should inflict fear on the offensive tackles that are supposed to block him. And in the first half of that game, before he went out with an injury, you saw that. Two sacks. He is not someone that you can game plan against, but someone that you can just hope to contain in any sense. Now, I think the conversation should also be shifted to, let's go back early in the year. Russell Wilson was the clear-cut MVP. And everyone agreed upon that.
0: Everyone was talking about that.
1: And now we look back, and I think the question has to be asked, how good of a quarterback is Russell Wilson? Now we have the one Super Bowl.
0: Phenomenal. Still phenomenal. Did they lose at home? This was the first time they've lost at home in years, especially in the wildcard playoffs. This is also Corona season, which I know is M, but a lot of these teams don't practice for weeks.
1: See now, I can I can get on board with that, and I will rephrase the question based off that information. How good of a coach is Pete Carroll? Because the question has to be posed. The decision not to give Marshawn Lynch the ball in the Super Bowl against the Patriots
0: <laughs> always comes. Will out.
1: the Seahawks? Were, were the Seahawks ever the same?
0: Aren't you? Aren't you Patriots fans happy about that though?
1: Oh, well, Malcolm Butler did in that end zone. Uh, uh, It's one of my favorite moments in my entire life. (laughs) But are the Seahawks the same team? Because we have to go back and realize that we looked at that Seahawks team as a potential Chicago Bull-esque dynasty, almost.
0: I don't know about Chicago Bull-esque, but also Chris Carson has been hurt a lot this season as well, in and out with injuries. And... Again, I go back to the COVID thing. You have a lot of players out certain games that are key players. You take a look at the Steelers-Browns game where the Browns were had many players out and also many players out for COVID restrictions and also their head coach being one of them. And they somehow made it work. So I, I feel like there is potential and there is a way to come together as a team and thrive no matter what.
1: Well, well don't get me started on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin's job should have been in question two or three years ago. I don't and know. It should Mike Tomlin is a in great coach. Now.
0: He's always had a winning season. How could you say that?
1: The tradition, the expectation in Pittsburgh, it hasn't been met.
0: Well, I mean, when you go, what, 12-0, 11-0, and then you, you lose your next, I'm sorry, you, lose, I'm you only so- win one of your last six games after that?
1: Well, can we talk about Juju Smith-Schuster? Real quick.
0: Let's wait till we get that game. <laughs> Let's wait till we get there. I want to finish on the the Seahawks Rams. A few points I wanted to make. Cam Akers went ballistic. This, this guy, 28 carries, 131 yards and a touchdown. And I think that if somehow this team can figure out the QB situation, if they're able to pull up some kind of upset again, that would just shake things up even more in this whole playoff realm who knows moving forward what could happen
1: well i think we have to agree at this point that the rams head coach sean McVay, is probably the best offensive mind in the game
0: he also does his hair nice he like
1: he has nice hair he
0: does he slicks it
1: i mean not as good as hair as me but <laughs> uh,
0: he slicks his <laughs> hair back to you guys you should fam, see him, if you could when see he walks my in the hair door, you he like know. he literally like combs it back and like he he yeah <laughs>
1: And it's this is a little segue, not to get off off topic, but to look back. And I, I believe an OOP fam, forgive me if I'm incorrect on this, but I'm pretty sure that it's a 2012 Washington Redskins team, now they had Sean McVay, they had which is the Rams head coach, they had Matt Lafleur, which is the Packers head coach, RG three, Alfred Morris. Now, that's one of the biggest conundrums in NFL history. Yeah, What if Robert Griffin's knee doesn't get hurt? But also, the talent on that squad.
0: Tons of talent on that squad. And even with the Seattle team, that is another squad with tons of talent. As you said, what was the word you used? Michael Jordan era? Or
1: what was the team you used for it? I was saying that <laughs> after when, – when you saw that Seattle team and you saw the Legion of Boom – with a young Russell Wilson, when you saw that Seattle team with the Legion of Boom and a young Russell Wilson, you legitimately thought that they could win three to four Ford NFL championships.
0: My point about Russ, I want to make where you said, is he this guy anymore? If you look at it from an analytics point of view, Seattle failed and did not make 12 of their third down attempts during this game against the Rams. Russell Wilson was sacked a total of five times and hit 10 times on the day. So if your offensive line is just not really being there for you, you're not getting a chance to get things going as the MVP candidate, as Russell Wilson himself, cooking it up in the kitchen, you know, Mr. Russ. How much more is he expected to do?
1: I don't buy it. I don't buy it because Tyler Loggett had over 100 catches. DK Metcalf had over 1,000 receiving yards and is one of the most physical – dominant receivers in the game. And so for a long time in Russ's career, he didn't have the weapons on the outside. And if there was a loss, I could justify it by the lack of weapons. Now he has a dynamic duo with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. And there's absolutely no reason with his playmaking ability, They should have won that playoff game, especially with Jared Goff having a broken thumb and Aaron Donald going out. There's no excuse. Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, you need to be better.
0: I agree. I'm telling you, especially when you have them boys, we saw a video. I don't know if our OOP fam saw on social media, but Jamal Adams, after they won the division, the Seahawks, during media time, starts lighting up a cigar and celebrating like they won the Super Bowl already, Zach.
1: So one of my favorite quotes of all time is the Kobe Bryant quote. He's up 2-0 in the finals. And I don't know if you know how the NBA finals work, but it's best of seven. So you got to win four games. So they're up 2-0. And if you're up 2-0 in the NBA finals, you're looking pretty good. But the reporter asked Kobe Bryant, why he's not happy, why he's not smiling. And Kobe Bryant looks at the reporter and says, is the job finished? Job's not finished. So what do I have to be happy about? So the fact that Jamal Adams is willing to sit there and light up a cigar simply over winning the division, well, that's hubris at its finest. And I think at the end of the day, karma came back to bite him because the Rams are moving on. And the Seahawks are going home and they're going to watch the rest of the playoffs from their couch. And Jamal Adams can smoke as many cigars as he wants (laughs) from his couch, but he's not going to be playing in the NFL playoffs.
0: The Rams took the win over the Seahawks 30 to 20 with a beautiful away win on the road. And another great game from Super Wildcard Weekend. The Bucks took a win on the road over the Washington Football Team. I'm actually glad Zach is here today because he is a Tom Brady fan just like myself. So it's just nice to have someone on the bandwagon. Not even bandwagon. It's just love boat, I guess I would say, on the love boat for Tom Brady with me here in the OOP studio, guys. The Bucks again took a win over the Washington Football Team. 31 to 23. And remember Chase Young wanted Tom Brady. He was so hyped about this, but it just wasn't enough for Tom. 22 of 4381 yards, two touchdowns. Of course, Mike Evans, six receptions, 119 yards, and Antonio Brown back from, you know all the drama, the internet, the baby mama stuff, the all the Craziness. He won't wear a helmet for the Raiders and loses millions of dollars. And now I have to say, he seems like a team player. He seems like he's really turned things around, and I'm happy for him.
1: I think the rest of the league should be scared because Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did not play a great game. And they played against the weakest of the weak coming from the NFC East. Now, Drew Brees and the Saints are coming up. And I know a lot of you people from New Orleans are sitting there saying, oh, we've already beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers (laughs) twice. But I promise you.
0: Not a third time.
1: I promise you when the playoffs come around, that's when Tom Brady does his best work. And if you think that you can sit here and bet against Tom Brady.
0: Look at his rings.
1: When it comes to one, two, three, four, five, six championships. Well, then you're dead wrong. and. At the end of the day, has Tom Brady ever had a carousel of weapons like Mike Evans, Chris Goodwin, Antonio Brown, O.J. Howard? No. So if you're willing to bet against him, then come here. Can't
0: forget about Rob.
1: Robert Gronkowski is my spirit animal and my favorite person on this planet. And him and
0: Tom connect well. Obviously, he was brought there for a reason, just like Antonio Brown was, for these kind of situations and for these wins.
1: You're sitting here and you're betting against someone that's won six Super Bowl championships against all odds, 28 to three. If you're willing to bet against this man, I know this is not. I'm not. Because he's the greatest quarterback But I will say, this will be a
0: great game. Him and Breeze. And honestly, this may be the last matchup between the two that we see. We... uh, all know, it's not a secret, that Drew Brees is pretty much probably done after this season. So it's going to be just a nice game to enjoy seeing these two legends and vets (laughs) that we all have enjoyed watching growing up do one final last shootout.
1: It will be fitting. It will be fitting that it's in the playoffs because the Saints and the Patriots never met in the Super Bowl. but. Every time that you count Tom Brady out, he shows you exactly why you shouldn't. And also, it's an odd sports phenomenon, but they do say, and this goes back to even you know my simple high school football days, it's very hard to beat a team three times. And you'll see that in the NBA playoffs in seven-game series. The NFL is very different, but of course, the Saints have beat the Bucs both times in the regular season. But that's when Tom Brady does his best work, when he's backed up against the wall.
0: I mean, let's just think about this for a second. Tom Brady, 43 years old. He was crazy in the first half of this game. 12 completions just in the first half for 209 yards. And he wasn't even sacked until the final minute of the game, Zach. That's what someone who is, I don't want to say elder, but... A precious gem, let me say, like Tom Brady. You have to surround him with the team that he needs to thrive. And that's what this Buccaneers team has done. And yes, they've had a few flop games, a few miscommunications on some ends. But like you said, during playoff time, it's this is the time to click. There is no, we're having these fluke games or no losing to the Saints three times. I mean, that would be embarrassing to say the least.
1: I mean, the recipe... For Tom Brady, his entire career has been if you get pressure on him, because we all know I'm the biggest Patriots fan there is, but I'm not going to sit here and act like Tom Brady is mobile. You know,
0: exactly. <laughs> he's, exactly. Clearly, he's
1: clearly he's, not.
0: He's a little.
1: <laughs> so if he's no Lamar
0: Jackson. <laughs> <if>
1: you, no, <laughs> I would love to see a 40 yard dash between Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson. You ever seen that graphic of Tom Brady on his combine? I think he ran a five flat, if, if not higher than that. He's a slow dude. <laughs> he is. But he's handsome. <laughs> and he's got a supermodel wife. He
0: does got a supermodel wife. Know. Nice house in Tampa now. Did you guys hear that story about <laughs> He's Tom living
1: good in Florida. Walking
0: into the wrong house when he first moved in.
1: Brian Leftwich. He's looking for Brian Leftwich's house. Yeah, <laughs> He
0: walks in there. And they're like, um, what's up, Tom?
1: But, you know, if like Tom Brady wants- walks into your house, offer him a drink. Maybe a water. The man's never eaten strawberries. Have you ever seen the TB12 system? It's insane. It's insane. The man <laughs> wears sleep pajamas. Pajamas specifically <laughs> like, focus on getting him better sleep because he's dedicated to his craft.
0: He's, and it's in ta- right for him. And in time. And
1: Tom, we trust. Uh, listen, you mind if I. Tell a quick story.
0: Tell a quick story, Zach. Go for it. OOP so, fam, get to know Zach for a minute. Let him, let me get settled in here. He's been a little tense this whole time. Let him get settled.
1: No. I, OOP fam, look, the last thing I ever am is tense. I think you can hear how smooth my voice is and and, and how relaxed I am with the audience. And I, and I thank you for being here. And I want to tell you a wonderful story. This is a story about my sister, Victoria. Now, I, I assume that most of you know the patriots versus falcons super bowl and i'm talking about 28 to 3. so a hilarious story that comes from this super bowl is that my sister who is my best friend in this whole world she matches with what will be her future boyfriend for three or four years on tinder now obviously she doesn't know this at the time so they match on tinder oop fam and my sister now, she's a tough cookie. She's a tough, tough cookie. All right. And so he says, how do I get a date with you? And at this point, the Patriots are down 28 to three. So my sister says to this man who's his name is Dolan. He's a good man, but she says to him, if the Patriots come back and they win this Super Bowl, then you will go get a tattoo on your bottom. And so, of course, OOP fam, you know how that Super Bowl goes because Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. And they drive and they drive and they win and they go into OT. And then they win the Super Bowl, as Tom Brady always does. (laughs) Now, why do I respect this man as my sister's boyfriend? Because he immediately goes and gets a tattoo.
0: He really got a tattoo?
1: That's why I respect this man.
0: What is the tattoo of? Do you mind us asking? Fill us in.
1: 28 to 3. No. New England Patriots. Super Bowl Stop. chance. <laughs> that and is only, amazing. And only after that he sent a picture of the tattoo to my sister did she say, okay, I'll go out with you. Wow. Now, OOP fam, that's the type of man. That you want to get after.
0: (laughs) Imagine um, them getting married. It's like she'll always see the twenty-eight to three like every day. It's like,
1: well, that's my sister. She's a a proud New England Patriots fan, so she'll certainly look at that with appreciation.
0: (laughs) I love that. Yes, the Washington Football Team took the L. They're out. Tom Brady is in, per usual. And as I'm like you, you know, I have them going to the Super Bowl. You heard it here first from me. They've heard it from me from the beginning of the season and I'm sticking to it. So of course we'll see. We got to get through next week first. We'll see, but, uh, I'm going to stick to it. Yeah. I'm sticking to my guns. <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump into Sunday's games. It was another fun filled day for super wildcard weekend. The Ravens took the win over the Titans, 20 to 13. Lamar Jackson broke his drought really. And, and, One, which was great for him and had a great game, too. 17 of 24, 179 yards. He did have an interception, but what really did it for me was I honestly was locked and loaded on this Tennessee Titans team. I really thought that Derrick Henry was going to explode in this game, and he only had 40 yards in this game, 18 carries for 40 yards. And that really, I think, was the key thing missing for this Tennessee Titans team.
1: I mean, over the past six weeks, the Baltimore Ravens have had the most rushing yards of any team in the past 30 years. So, and when it comes to play of football, physicality, the ability to run the football, that's what makes a difference. And this was a great game because you have one of the best running backs in NFL history in Derrick Henry. And based off his past two seasons, he's established himself as one of the best running backs. In NFL history. The only running back to lead the league in attempts, yards, and rushing touchdowns since 1968.
0: Yes. Again, Lamar Jackson finally has his first postseason victory on the road, of course, which is another cherry on top. 2,000 yard rusher for the season, Derrick Henry. I mean, it's just crazy to think about that for this guy and this team. Ryan Tannehill is a big part of this team, also. And I mean, how to okay game. I I really thought I was going to see more from him as well. 18 of 26, 165 yards, a touchdown and an interception. But of course, Lamar Jackson led in passing yards as the quarterback and ran in rushing yards for his team also. He also had 138 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. This guy is, I really think that if Lamar gets better with the quarterback aspect rather than just the rushing aspect, he can be a Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers-type conversation in the future.
1: Oh, I sincerely disagree. You do? First and foremost, I think the Titans, I think they had their chance last year. They have Derrick Henry, but with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, they're never going to make any progress in terms of being serious Super Bowl contenders.
0: I don't know. When you have someone like A.J. Brown on your team, I'd put my money on him. And someone, like I said, Derrick Henry, this to me was a A good look also at the Baltimore Ravens defense for being able to hold Derrick Henry also.
1: The Baltimore Ravens have a wonderful defense, but at the end of the day, you have to get past Patrick Mahomes. And the Baltimore Ravens have never beaten the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: That's also true, but also, again, Lamar has never made it this far, either. So, you never know what the future can hold. Baltimore held Tennessee to its fewest points all season in this game. And the Titans really did have a chance to come back in this game when Marcus Peters intercepted Ryan Tannehill's pass. And it was just under two minutes left and pretty much sealed the deal for the Ravens. I'm happy for this Ravens team. I mean, I really didn't see this happening again. It was another road win. Again, a, a weekend full of road wins. It's great to see. I think. Ryan Tannehill can also be and should be in this MVP conversation moving forward as well.
1: You think Ryan Tannehill should be in the MVP conversation? If he
0: can continue to improve, I do. Is he a Justin Herbert right now? A Patrick Mahomes right now? No, he's not. But he also is a big part of this team that's helped them get to 11-5 and this season. He's a game
1: manager based off his impeccable running game and his defense. And look, I'm happy for Ryan Tannehill because obviously the situation in Miami Wasn't beneficial to him or to the Dolphins, but he's not a quarterback that is going to go and win you a Super Bowl, especially in the AFC. In the AFC, since 2004, there's only been two quarterbacks that have won the AFC championship game other than Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Ben Roethlisberger. And that's Patrick Mahomes, who will certainly win more AFC championships. If he, can get Many past, more. if he can get past Josh Allen, which Speaking I'm not of, so sure about that. And one year of Joe Flacco, which was an absolute fluke.
0: Speaking of Josh Allen, the Ravens are going to be playing in Buffalo. Do you think that if the game, honestly, is only minus two right now? That's all the line is. I think that this will be a blowout by the Bills. What do you think coming up from this? Do you think this will be an intense g- game from the Ravens as well?
1: You know, I I think you know if Mark Ingram is active, it'll be somewhat of a game changer because the double header of Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins, it's a pretty severe tandem coming out of the of the backfield from running back. But the Bills, uh, in this sense, almost seem like a team of destiny this year. And the way Josh Allen is playing, the throws that he's, do I think that they'll be, be able to? Beat the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bills almost seem like a team of destiny this year. Do I think that they'll be able to beat the Kansas City Chiefs? I'm not so sure because the Chiefs are the Warriors of basketball. I've never seen an NFL team be able to hang 21 on you in a quarter just like that. But with their defense and with the way that Josh Allen is playing, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. My official pick out of the AFC right now it's the Buffalo Bills
0: I honestly again I I can't really disagree with you too much because like we said it's I like the way you put it it's like a this team is destined to basically make it further and I I have faith in him as well but you know who else I kind of have faith in too one of them old dudes out there Drew Brees who took him and the Saints had a huge win over the Bears 21 to 9 on Sunday and The Saints again now take this win, and they will be facing the Bucks coming up. But Drew Brees had a phenomenal game: twenty-eight of thirty-nine, two hundred and sixty-five yards, two touchdowns. This Bears team—is it just me, or did you think that they kind of kind of snuck in to these Super Wild Card playoffs? Do you think
1: this Bears team was in the same breath of that Steelers team in a different category because obviously the win-loss record is different? But if you look at both of these teams playing in the regular season, you can tell that they're not actual playoff contenders. You know, the Steelers with their lack of, they had a lot of losses on the defensive side of the ball. But if you look at the way after week five that both of these teams played, there's certainly no reason to believe that they were Super Bowl contenders. Big Ben is old. He's fragile. And I think that was probably the biggest difference for the Steelers. That Big Ben doesn't have the ability to sustain the hits week in and week out for 16 weeks, 17 weeks, with a bye week, of course.
0: Well, Drew Brees again will be facing Tom Brady, which is the only active quarterback who is older than him in the league. Drew Brees is actually celebrating his 42nd birthday, preparing for a playoff game against Tom Brady, and... we both know who we got, so we don't really think we even need to get into that.
1: Well, I mean, Tom Brady has six championships and Drew Brees has one. So just an but also, intersection. But also, like you said
0: earlier, the Saints have beat the Bucks with all their gems and jewels twice already this
1: I don't care this if the year. Saints beat the Bucks in the playoffs right now. At the end of the day, the comparison between Drew Brees and Tom Brady is outrageous. Because Tom Brady has six championships, and Drew Brees has one.
0: There really is no comparison for Tom and anyone else. But also, Drew Brees is another person who is to be talked about as one of the elites 100%. I mean, he's evolved in so many ways in many years in this league.
1: In what way? In the regular season? Where are his rings? Yeah, he has all the regular season passing I mean look accolades. at people like if but you want to go look in the playoffs Tom Brady like Dan
0: Marino who was a great but he didn't have rings you got to look at things like that he has
1: no rings Alyssa but he, he was no still rings.
0: considered a great though not now he's in the hall of fame
1: there's two greats there's there's tears to this thing and there's it's, levels it's, to
0: this thing there's, there's levels tears to, and levels There's levels to there's this, levels to this thing
1: because it's a family podcast
0: <laughs> it was a family show <laughs>
1: It's Joe Montana and it's Tom Brady. And you can argue about that. It's the same in the NBA. It's Michael Jordan and it's LeBron James. And then it's everybody else. Thomas
0: finished with five catches and had 73 yards. I mean, let's say the Saints team wins and beats the Bucs. Do they have an actual chance to go to the Super Bowl?
1: Who wins the other game?
0: Again, we don't don't know. It's too much speculation. I mean, but I think that for players like I'll say, like Big Ben and Philip Rivers, excuse me, who were so heartbroken about the seasons because all of them know, like Drew Brees, that this is the ending of their careers coming up. And they're playing their hardest, I feel like.
1: yeah, but You have to look at the situation similar to, and again, OOP fam, I'm sorry to say this, but I'm a diehard LeBron James fan. So yeah. Why would
0: you be sorry to be a James fan? LeBron James is the goat, people. It's Taco Tuesday. Well, let's
1: look back at that 2003 <laughs> draft class. You have Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James. Obviously, shout out Miami up, Heat. Obviously, Darko Milicic, but you know we we won't talk about him. But Dwayne Wade is out of the league. Carmelo Anthony is almost off,
0: out of the league,
1: coming off the bench in Portland, and his time will come soon. But yet LeBron James is still the best player in the league. And so I think you have to talk about Tom Brady in that same breath when it comes about being the best quarterback in the league. You can talk about Aaron Rodgers. You can talk about Patrick Mahomes. But I'm telling you, OOP fam, Tom Brady will win the Super Bowl this year. He has a fight and a determination that every time you doubt it, He will use (laughs) We're
0: not biased over here, are we?
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm from Maine. I am biased to the fullest.
0: (laughs) The the big game of the weekend, the super wild card weekend, the Mm Browns-Steelers. Baker Mayfield killed it. And Ben and Juju, you know, Juju, he, I know you want to talk about Juju. Here's your time. They couldn't handle it. The Browns took the win 48-37, to 37, which makes it seem closer than it was, but it really was kind of almost a blowout.
1: Well, first and foremost, I just want to say that I woke up feeling dangerous. Oh, Lordy. I've been a Baker Mayfield fan from the start. And you know why? Because he's Johnny Menzel in terms of attitude. But he shows it on the field, and this Browns team and Cleveland in general, has been doubted and denied success in terms of sports teams forever. I mean, the braun bought a championship to them in twenty sixteen, but outside of that, there's so much heartbreak and and tragedy that has gone on in Cleveland sports, and the fact. It's so sweet that they get a win over the Steelers, especially, and, and look, you want to get me started on Juju, get me started on Juju.
0: Get started. I want to hear you. We all want to hear you. Get started on Juju with his a, Pittsburgh- a Corvette, the, Corvette.
1: No, the, no it's, the, it's the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers have been flaunting their name and their image and they haven't won anything since Antonio Holmes caught that Hail Mary of a catch in the end zone. And honestly, I wish the Arizona Cardinals won that Super Bowl because they deserved it more. And you know what, Big Ben, I'm coming for you. You don't deserve to be in this league anymore. You can't throw the deep ball. You can't throw the short ball. You're done. Just gracefully walk away because your best years are behind you. And the, the best bet that you have right now, is to just walk away from the game. If you try and come back another year, Big Ben, it's going to be pathetic.
0: Ben had a really hard night, four interceptions. He Four interceptions. But he did have 500 yards and did throw four touchdowns as well, which is huge. I mean, but also a few other things to note about this game is we also have to note that this defense, they forced so many turnovers. and. The Browns' offense was able to capitalize on those. And if you're going to have a defense doing that stuff for you in the playoffs, you're going to go far, especially against a team like the Steelers, who went 11 and 0 and then went 1 and 5 after that. Big Ben, like you said, he doesn't look like himself. He's older, he can't keep up. He is the main portion of this problem. Yes, people like Juju shouldn't be out here being weird, I guess. And also, then you have people like.
1: He said these are the same Browns
0: but also- that, that,
1: that they always are. They're gray, nameless faces. Meanwhile, he's dancing on logos. And just so we know, Juju's not a top receiver in this league. He's never been a top receiver in this league. He was one of the most lovable players when he first came in, based on his initial production. But he's no Julio Jones. He's no DeAndre Hopkins. He's not a Tyreek Hill. He's a mid-level receiver that wants to create fame and exposure for himself. And you know what? I'm fine with that. You can you can create your personal brand if you want, but not if you're not producing on the field and not if you're getting smoked day in and day out.
0: Chase Claypool had a lot to say about the loss to the Browns over the weekend on his TikTok. He went on his TikTok live earlier this week and said a whole bunch of stuff, actually. Chase Claypool went on to say what Juju had to say before the game about the Browns being the same old Browns and how the media mixes up words and they didn't put out the full clip. Apparently, there was a two to three minute clip and he answered the question very nicely. And Chase Claypool went on a whole rant about that on his TikTok. And he also said and I quote, bad loss, but the Browns are going to get clapped next week, so it's all good. It seems like someone's upset they lost. A little childish to me, if you ask.
1: Chase Claypool is a rookie, and uh, I think that's part of the whole Steelers' problem, is that it's simi- It's in a similar breath of the Dallas Cowboys, right, where they don the uniform, and then they think just because it's historical franchise that they're entitled to be you know entitled and selfish you know my new England patriots never talked
0: yeah i do think that this steelers team though has some like i talk about philly like this like philadelphia team which we'll get to some breaking news about them soon but them being this tough rugged team that have a certain edge to them that people expect. And I feel the same way kind of about the Steelers, especially like when Antonio Brown was there so long and him and Ben had very much success. And I feel like even when Ben is out, there's even when he is soon to be out, retired, there's still going to be an edge to this team. And if they can find a quarterback, like let's say Deshaun Watson, who is really looking for a home right now.
1: He's trying to go to Miami.
0: He's trying to go a lot of places right now, but, but I mean, someone like him—I'm not are, even these young people out here. We got a lot of young, great quarterback prospects coming up. It could really tie a team like the Steelers together.
1: Well, I think the question needs to be posed again, as I've said before: When is Mike Tomlin's job in question?
0: I don't. I don't really. Doug Peterson
1: was fired. Three breaking years
0: after- news for. The Eagles, Doug Peterson, yes, was fired. And now that could lead some hope for keeping Carson Wentz. You never know.
1: I think there's a fair argument that could be made in Pittsburgh for Mike Tomlin to be on the hot seat.
0: I disagree. OOP, OOP fam, let us know what you think. Let us know on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Is Doug Peterson letting him go was that big? And who do we want coming in for that as well? To the Eagles? Let us know in our comments. Okay, Zach, let's jump into, of course, what everyone has waited for all week. The Natty, the National Championship, Alabama and Ohio State, baby. It was supposed to be a pretty interesting game, but pretty late in the game, it got kind of nasty and Alabama took over. I just have to say overall... This year with COVID, obviously, really crazy, but Alabama 52 to 24 over Ohio State. Congrats to Alabama and congrats to Nick Saban. This is number six for him. Number seven.
1: Number seven. I mean, I think when you, in terms of running a program, when you implement discipline and accountability as the primary foundation of your program, I think a lot of people are going to look at that and look at it as a harsh point of view and a harsh approach. But in terms of Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, the results speak for themselves. And if you look deeper into what these coaches do for their players, you'll understand sincerely that they are, in a very odd way, players' coaches. But they hold their players to the highest standard Because at the end of the day, we're here to win a championship.
0: Let's talk and highlight some really key players in this game. Of course, you know, the Heisman winner, Devontae Smith, made a huge impact in finalizing this victory for Alabama over Ohio State. 12 receptions, 215 yards, and three touchdowns. Yes, you heard it right.
1: All in the first half.
0: I mean, all I have to say is, one, I am just so glad that he won the Heisman. And I'm not even going to diss Trevor because he has played phenomenal football. And I do think he should have won it at least one of these four years maybe, but it wasn't his year this year. I truly agree with that. It was Devontae Smith's year and he won it and they deserved the natty and they got it. Ohio State, great win over Clemson. I'm so happy you guys won, to be quite honest. I don't care if Clemson would have beat Alabama. Whatever Clemson fans have to say, Put it to the side. I have no idea. I don't even care. Justin Fields, great quarterback, just didn't really have a great game. 17 for 33, 194 yards and a touchdown. And he was their leading rusher, too. Six carries, 67 yards. This team just really could not get anything going after really the first quarter when it ended 7-7. And Alabama took off. They went on to score 28 points in the second quarter. And Ohio just couldn't keep up. And you lost your bet with me, Zach.
1: I did, yes. um I'm willing to accept that.
0: So what are we at right now? 170?
1: I, uh, I, yeah,
0: we are. He doesn't see He was talking all that junk earlier about the fantasy guys. You saw he was rubbing my nose and it. Oh, she lost fantasy. Ah, I got my payback guys, but you know what? Even better than that though. I'm just happy you came on the podcast and I'm happy that Alabama got their win and Nick Saban gets to put on another ring. And hopefully Tom Brady gets to put on another ring this year, right?
1: Oh, he will. Oh, he will.
0: I will also, another kind of highlighting thing that stood out to me during this game was, of course, we have to talk about Mac Jones. 36 for 45, 464 yards, five touchdowns. And he didn't stop there. I mean, he didn't leave the game until what, like two minutes till the end of the game?
1: I mean, he showed his determination to be in that game. And Alabama always has a three-headed monster, meaning at quarterback, at running back, and at wide receiver. and When they have a next man up mentality, it's not just a next man up mentality. It's a next Heisman up mentality for Alabama because their next quarterback and their next running back and their next wide receiver are going to be Heisman candidates. So when those kids come into the game, make sure you watch them because they're going to be big time playmakers on Saturdays in a year or two and on Sundays in two or three years.
0: When you go to a college like Alabama, when you go to a college like Clemson and like Ohio State, is it just kind of like expected? Like we talked about this sense of what we feel at each of these teams and how we think they conduct themselves. Do you go to these places to win? Is this their culture?
1: I think it all depends on your love for the game and your determination and your dedication to winning. Because... All of these guys that are on these D1 programs have been the best players at their school, the you know, the highest title recruits from their area, and hometown heroes. So at the end of the day, when you leave that and you go to a high-profile program, which you've earned through your whether it be talent or hard work, there's always a next step. And the next step is are you willing to match your talent with your dedication to winning, and your determination to improve yourself every day.
0: Zach, I think someone's at the door. Can you go check the door, please? Yes. I ma- don't know what, like, what is going on? Like, can you go check the door, please? Who, Who is... Please don't tell me. Uh, 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 please don't tell me this is Mr. Rudy. Is this Mr. Rudy?
2: Mr. Rudy here. on, Hey, on. Let me tell you about a second.
0: Oh, Lord, guys. I just can't keep this old man away. He came here. I don't even know. I don't even know. We're recording at 2 a.m. How did he even know? Y'all let the door
2: open for me again. Isn't it past your bedtime, Mr. Rudy? No. I just got back from the national championship game. You didn't. I took the red eye straight after the game. I dapped up Justin Fields. Good game, son.
0: Y'all, is this... Really, Mr. Rudy? Mr. Rudy, how, how did you even end up here? Isn't it past your bedtime, Mr. Rudy?
2: I'm fresh from Miami.
0: You just Did you just come from the natty? For real, are you playing with us?
2: National Championships, Miami, Natty Lights, Biscayne. I, I just left the game. How was it? Rudy lost the money. You, ha- you had Ohio? You picked Ohio for this? I picked Ohio
0: State. Why would you do that, Mr. Rudy?
2: <laughs> what? You know, I be stepping up there in a Cleveland, Ohio, Ohio. That's no, no, Ohio sir. State. You know what? Buc- while,
0: while I have you here, while I, sir, while Go I have you here, can, can we do pick and specs? You, you, you going to stick around for pick and specs real quick?
2: Hold oh, on, let me chime in on about that game, home. Oh, Lord. He, see, he just want to talk too much, y'all. See? They called Hi. that game really well. You know that I was on the sidelines. You were not on the
0: sidelines, Mister. I was in Miami. I told you what that. were you wearing? You should have told us to look out for you. Mm-hmm. Rudy had
2: a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> KCB. You understand? Huh? <laughs> you know something? About, something? You, know you look good over there? there. You know these players. Coach Gay told me about you. He said they called you the Deacon. Let's keep going. Let's get them things oh, going. And the Rudy got a little the tipsy down there.
0: <laughs> we get <can't> into <laughs> the picks, please. Let's do All it. right. We have playoffs, baby. They're continuing. Ooh. Another big week of playoffs. Mm. We're excited. And I know I can't wait. Let's start with Drew Brees and Tom Brady. The Saints mm. playing the Bucks. Huge Ooh. game. Huge game. Who do you got, Mr. Rudy? <laughs> I mean, like, is this... Are you going to be... I don't think it's so, really laughable. The Bucks are going to the Saints. Yes, the Saints yeah. have beat the Bucks twice already this year. Mm-hmm. Who do you got?
2: Well, if y'all been listening, Mr. Rudy, y'all already know I'm stepping down there in New Orleans, baby. Bourbon Street, baby. I got Drew Brees, baby. Over Tampa time, baby. <laughs> you already know how I do. You
0: know how I do. I'm laughing Guess all what? the way to the Guess bank what? with all my winnings from that
2: game. But you know the Giants really should have put them out last week. But we going to talk about. Oh, it's over. Put, you know, go get yeah, you know that's my boy. Anyway, <laughs> um, we definitely got uh, I definitely got, I definitely got. I think this would be a great
0: game to watch, but I think ultimately Tom Antonio Brown, you Yay. know, Rob Mike Evans, and all those guys down there in Tampa See, are going to take the win. I
2: heard y'all talking earlier. I was in the green room. Oh Lord. And, you know, it's over.
0: It's not over. Tom's going to the Super Bowl. No, nah, he ain't. He is.
2: Check this out. I heard Cash talking about, okay, I, we got Gronkowski. You got Antonio Brown. Yeah, he can, He came on a little bit. But I've been at these games.
0: How do you get to these games, Mr. Rudy? Is it?
2: I'm connected. You
0: got some mm. little honeys out there to be cooking you up? <laughs> you
2: already know. <laughs> but, <It's-> anywho. <laughs>
0: Right, let's move on. Let's move on. Los Angeles Rams. The Rams. You know they got a little roughed up team right now, and they're visiting that man, Aaron Rodgers. You know What
2: mm.
0: and you know it's going to be cold up there. You know they're used to playing that cold, I mean, Los Angeles Rams. You know they're nice that last nice California weather.
2: Yeah, what are you got? man. So I was, like I said, I was in the green room. I heard Mister Mister Zach that he said that Sean McVay. He's the best coach, offensive mind, in football. He did. That was documented, right? It's documented, sir. He top three. So, I'm going at with it. Um, Rudy talking. Rudy speaking. I'm at these games, right?
0: <laughs> Pickens picks, baby.
2: Is that bad man gonna go? Is it, is it gonna be? Is it really gonna be Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees head to head in the NFC championship? It's not,
0: baby, because if it was anything, it would be Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. But continue, continue, sir.
2: Well, this one, I got Green Bay. My cheese hands up there, they stepping, they're ready to go.
0: I got Green Bay 100%. I think this will be an easy win for. These cheeseheads, like you said, I think it'll be nice. And we will definitely easy. see Green Bay and Tampa Tom, you know, fighting it out for the NFC. I like how you
2: do Tampa in there. Tampa Tom, though, no big respect.
0: R.E.S.C. That defense. Tampa Tom. Guess what? That defense flying around down
2: there in New Orleans.
0: Every defense flying around for you. Hey. We all fly around. That's why i be flying around all the cities. But anyway, keep going. AFC, AFC. We have the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Bills. Buffalo Bills, baby. I believe I'm going Bills all the way. Lamar Jackson will not be able to keep up with this Bills defense.
2: Mm, 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 mm. I got the Bills winning the Super Bowl. And you know that. And y'all know that out there, too.
0: I think Zach said it, too.
2: Zach said it, too.
0: We ain't going to stop. You, have the, Bills beating the destiny. you destiny. have the Bills beating the Kansas City Chiefs.
2: Ooh. So it's going to come down to the best offensive mind in the game, which is Andy Reid. And it's going to come down to the Bills, which is the third best mind in the league. One and 3 <sighs> Man. Mm. I'm with the Bills. So I gotta go a shot, big, big. <laughs> we both dermis, Excuse me. God. I'm drunk. Mm, I can't do it. Mr.
0: Rudy, you really just got in from the red eye. Wow. You're all over it's... the place. You flying around, sir. <laughs> we both got the bills. Okay, next game to wrap up playoffs will be the Cleveland Browns, who took a huge win over the Steelers this past week, visiting that man, Patrick Mahomes. I gotta say it. I gotta say it. The Chiefs are gonna win.
2: My Ohio players up there stepping. you ain't come tune in. I had y'all the last couple of weeks. Kansas City, baby. We're gonna get cooked like barbecue. It's gonna be cooked. Anywho, I got the, I got the Chiefs my homes. They're gonna come up with something with Le'Veon Bell. They gonna come up with something. We ain't gonna talk about. Let me get me a wide out. are you gonna give me a tight end? Kelsey. Guess what's going to happen? Alayla come out the backfield too. Andy Reid, number one. You heard it here first, folks. You Opinions
0: did? on Pickens. Pickens picks. Mister Rudy. All I got to say to you now is one thank you. I got two things to say to you. Hold on. Two things to say to you. What? I got two things to say to you, sir. Huh? One, thank you very much, sir. Second of all, give Zach his seat back, please. Hold
1: on. Hold, hold on. Like to contest Mister Rudy's pick. Hold on.
0: What? <laughs> Get, please give Mr. Zach, our, our guest, his seat back. Uh, Zach, oh, they I they told gave, you about letting Mr. Rudy rough you they're up. Getting sir. The broom out.
2: But guess what? Mr. Rudy underscore 34, catch me on Instagram. Holler.
0: Zach, I told you, sir. I told you, you cannot let this old man push you around. And what did you do, Zach? You let him push you around.
1: You know, I came from a place where I respect my elders, but, yes. you know, Mr. Rudy. He might be set in a state of strict illusion. I'm not so sure.
0: Tell us whatever you kind of disagree with with these picks. Throw yours in real quick. You know we gotta we gotta wrap things up. Our OOP fam is very loyal, but sometimes Mr. Rudy like puts him a little over the edge. You know we gotta mellow him back out.
1: Listen, Aaron Rodgers' Super Bowl days—they're over. They've been over. When you play for the Green Bay Packers, you get to one, and then you never go to another Super Bowl again. If Mr. Rudy was young enough to remember the Brett Favre days, he's more of a Bart star guy, Mr. Rudy. But the Los Angeles Rams and their defense with Aaron Donald, Jared Goff coming back more healthy, and uh, Akers with the running game suddenly established the Green Bay Packers don't know what, how to win playoff games, and they haven't. And so I'm going with the Los Angeles Rams. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints, can I say the same stale breath of air? Because Let's
0: go Tampa, Tom.
1: The New Orleans Saints don't know how to get to the Super Bowl either. They're both one-pump chumps. And uh, Drew Brees.
2: on, oh, <laughs> let me speak, Zach. Please. Let Mr. Me, Rudy, me... come where'd you come from again?
1: Mr. Rudy.
2: Hold on, Zack, it down real quick. Never mind, I'ma stay right here. One pump chumps. Check this out. Tampa Tom, he's done for the year. And Rogers, I remember Bar Star. But I do remember Brent Ford, Dorsey Levins. Spurs up to one of the greatest wide receivers ever, Sterling Sharp. Security. Security,
0: somebody come. Security. I, I do it. I do hear this Somebody outside. come get Mr. Rudy. Mr. Rudy. Me. Mr. Where is your Mr. Mr. Rudy. Mr. Rudy.
2: Mr. Rudy. Mr.
0: Rudy. Mr. Rudy. Security's coming to escort you out, sir. Hey. Hey, Dougie Peterson. I heard Coach
2: Cam was looking for you. You done.
0: Zach, we are so happy. So, so, so happy you are able to come on the show. We're very sorry about Mr. D. Sometimes he acts a little crazy. He drinks too many drinks and just does not know how to act. But you know what? Sometimes he is pretty smooth on the Pickens picks. I will give him that. So let our OOP fam know where to follow you on the gram. Drop your gram information for them.
1: Well, I mean, you can personally follow me at Messina, M-E-S-S-I-N-A-Z-D on Instagram. And on Twitter, it's going to be... DeForest Messina, D-E-F-O-R-E-S-T, and that's M-E-S-S-I-N-A. But more importantly, and more specifically, follow opinions on Pickens. We're gonna continue to have wonderful conversations like this. We're gonna engage our fans and our followers. Feel free to share all of your opinions with, with us. That's what we do here. We wanna hear your most controversial opinions. We wanna get a conversation going with all of you in the sports world. So uh, tune in to us every week, like, subscribe, and uh, we're going to continue to bring you the most accurate and the most educational and informational sports content that you can find.
0: And we have fun along the way as well. And if you guys also have any requests on guests you would like to see on the show or questions for our guests, make sure you send us a DM on Instagram or an email or... Twitter, Facebook, or you know all the fun ways to find us. But again, Zach was so right. We appreciate him for saying that. All the support is always very appreciated, guys. We've been growing so quickly in a small amount of time, and we appreciate every single one of you. And even just just simple things like liking and sharing mean the world to us. And again, thank you to our OOP fam. We're excited to have new merch coming out. We have new sponsors coming aboard. And we can't wait to have some new big giveaways for you guys. And trust me, if Tampa Tom wins the Super Bowl, we're going to have a huge giveaway. I'm going to feel real generous then.
1: It's going to be both of us just because Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. But-,
0: but again, Zach, thanks for coming on. We hope we can get you back on again. And don't worry, before you leave, I'll hook you up with some OOP merch. You see these shirts? What do you think about them?
1: You know, in terms of OOP merch, you have to understand it's not only fashionably fly, but it's also comfortable and, uh, you know, just support us in any way you can.
0: And also, you know what, guys? We just really wanted you to know that this is just the beginning and we can change or tweak or keep the same whatever you like. I mean, this isn't... Burger King. You can't have it your way, but you know you can put in some opinions and we can run off of that. And the good stuff's always welcome. The bad stuff is welcome as long as you're not mean about it. I don't want any internet hate around here either. We don't do that stuff here. But again, my name's Alyssa Butterson. This is Opinions on Pickens. And what can I say? Keep winning. Join us next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning.